0: All right, and we're live. How are you doing today, Laura?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. It's, uh, like I just mentioned, cold and nasty outside and don't really want to go outside and do anything, but...
1: Nope, pretty <laughs> much a normal Michigan, though.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, you reached out to me. You wanted to promote uh, this uh, nonprofit that you have, correct?
1: Yeah, I run the Williamston Performing Arts Foundation. I'm president and co-founder of it. Um, we were established in November of 2019, so just before COVID.
0: What made you want to start that?
1: Um, well, I, myself, was part of theater in high school, it was kind of the field I had started to go into, so I had a passion for it, and then my childhood, the passion for music and was in band and theater, so it just seemed like the right fit to be active. And while I was active, there's a lot of things in the band and choir and theater that are so much outside of the classroom that they need the extra support that's not necessarily school-related, but the kids do need. Like what? Uh, Well, like for the marching band, they're at the games. They need parents to help move equipment. They need... Uh, snacks when they're out at the field. They need food when they come back. Um, Just recognition, that kind of stuff. Uh, Theater, you know, they get a cast dinner, that kind of thing. Um, That's not something the school would provide. And if there isn't a parent organization, sometimes it's on the teacher. So having organizations like this help relieve that cost off of the teacher and help them support them and also allows the teacher to focus more on the kids and less on the extra stuff
0: Mm, less on the organizational like extra extra things added yeah yeah um now how do you how do you organize that because there's so many different departments there's so many different like like you said band there's choir there's all these different things how do you how do you orchestrate that
1: So on our big board, we do um, communicate with all the directors and teachers that are involved. So we support the Young Fives through 5th grade music in the Williamston Community Schools, and then band, choir um, in the middle school and high school, the theater program in the high school. And then uh, last year, we started a mascot program. Um, They had had a mascot, hadn't been out for, I think, like three years and it just seemed like the right time
0: Williamston didn't have a mascot
1: we he just hadn't been out
0: what is their mascot
1: uh it's a hornet oh okay so and it the costume was kind of old and I don't know it just 3 a.m. I woke up and I'm like this is just what I need to do (laughs) and I got it rolling and then I don't know, four months we had, fun, like, raised all the money we needed to purchase a new mascot. And so about a year ago, um, in September, we revealed the new mascot at a home football game. Wow. Yeah. So he's new and he's exciting and, you know, the kids enjoy him.
0: What has it been like since you started? I mean, obviously, whenever you start something new, it's always rough trying to take off you had mentioned that you started uh, right before covid um, what is that process what was that process like
1: so we got it in November we were heading up of
0: 2020
1: yeah no of 2019 2019 yeah so we were heading up March of 2020 um we have an annual um, auction for the band program and we were I think literally five or seven days away from the night of the auction. And that's when the schools were locked down and everything closed and everything stopped at that point. And we just kind of were like, what do we do? And I'm like, well, this is a great time for us to kind of build the back end of it, you know, the organization part, you know, let's plan. What are we going to do? I didn't want to come out and do the same things that everybody else did. I wanted our fundraising to be something new, something different. Um, we would keep the ones that were traditional for the programs, but for the foundation itself I wanted new things um, that I could bring to the community.
0: What kind of impact has it had on the community?
1: Um, I try to keep A community focus even though we're supporting the students I try to keep the community focus which was uh, one of my big things about the mascot and every time we have like a parade just seeing the faces on the community and the smiles and the excitement, not just from the little kids, but from the grandparents that just come up and I just have to hug Willie or I just have to have a picture. Like, that's what I want. Right. Just that peace, that time, that moment to just escape from the everyday worries yeah. that we all face.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you find it hard to get volunteers?
1: It's extremely hard to get volunteers. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Every time I need somebody I freak out because I'm like oh my goodness um we're planning an event here in a couple months and I'm looking at the amount of volunteers I need and I'm trying to figure out with the five people I usually get how I can make the 30 places I need volunteers work
0: (laughs) oh my gosh that sounds stressful it can be yeah it sounds extremely stressful Now you had mentioned that you try to do things differently than other nonprofits and other um, uh, uh, um, people like fundraisers. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you go about that? What do you, what, what things do you do differently?
1: So, I mean, I I just listen a lot to what's out there. Watch what everybody else is doing. Um, You know, I've attended different like workshops, that kind of stuff, just to get knowledge You know, how how do I entice more people to volunteer? Not Mm. something that really happens right now. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's different than when I grew up and all the parents wanted to volunteer. And um, so. Why do
0: you think that is? Why do you think people aren't volunteering?
1: I think that they don't know what to expect. And when you say the word volunteer, it all of a sudden seems so overwhelming and so time consuming that they don't. Think that it can be an hour, or oh, I only have to spend thirty minutes of my time, and that would help you a lot. Right? You no, know, like it's
0: almost like you're giving away like a huge, a huge time commitment. Yeah, like if they- I
1: had someone come in thirty minutes uh, to help just set up a table and stuff for a meal, and then leave, that saves me so much time because I can go do something else, you know? Right. And, you know, it's, and I, I mean that 30 minutes, yes, that is valued time and I, (laughs) but it's such a small amount of time, but I think it's just so overwhelming with so much that everybody has going on. Yeah. You know? And so they just get overwhelmed and then they're like, no, I can't do it.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. You would think though If their kids are benefiting from it, they they would also want to give back.
1: You would. And a lot of them do give back in different ways. You know, some parents, you know, donate time. Some parents will donate goods. Some parents, you know, will donate in other ways.
0: Have you thought about, like, maybe some of the other kids that benefit from it? Like, from the other programs? Yeah. Having them volunteer?
1: Yeah, so um, we usually we'll reach out to our NHS coordinator in the high school. And um, when our English seniors um, need service hours, and we reach out in our community groups and have sign-ups. So we do reach out, and we do request it. Um, And our last event we had three new volunteers we'd never had, which was amazing, And that was huge for us because that was three places we didn't have to try to stretch ourselves, (laughs) you know. Um, So that was great. And it's nice to see that. And, you know, it's nice meeting the new people and, you know, sharing with them what you do.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. Um, Now, how many events a year do you guys put on?
1: So it kind of just depends. Um, This year we've done... 2 raffles. Our second one, we picked the winners on the 28th of October. So that one's still currently going on. Um, we did Lunch with the Mascot to kick off homecoming week. Um, and then in Williamston every summer, they have the Jubilee. Oh, okay, and yeah. so we did a bake sale um, during the Jubilee. And then in December, we have our Harlem Wizards game coming up. And so that's kind of... What we do, and then we help with the band auction.
0: Mm. Very cool. So. I had I had somebody on the podcast that was this was like two years ago though. It was I, I don't I don't know if they're. I just want to ask you if they're still in business because I don't make it out to Williamson very often. But it was a Kind Bakery. Are they still in business?
1: So they they just closed down. I think this last spring. Oh, but this place called the new or the new place opened up. And they had had food in Inkind kind Bakery, oh, and okay. it's amazing food. Oh. Huh. So while Inkind closed down the storefront, this new place opened up. Oh, okay. So, and it's a lot of that's the same workers, just different owners.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a shame. I had the two owners on. And yeah,
1: and I think they may even, um, some of their baked goods may even end up.
0: It's still in there.
1: I think so. Yes. Wow.
0: Man, that's sad. Right. (laughs) It's sad knowing that I had somebody on the podcast that their business wasn't. And they might have just
1: downsized. I'm not sure what the story was. Yeah. You know, but it was kind of nice to see that transition in some ways that they were able to help this other business meet their goals and their dreams too. Right, Right. At the same time.
0: Yeah. They were incredibly nice people. Yeah. They they both came and did the podcast and like credit to them it was a rough podcast.
1: Oh no. It was
0: I was at it was like during the start of my when I started. Uh, it might have only been like 20 some episodes in okay. at that point. And it was brutal. Oh it was man. a brutal podcast. Those
1: two women are so amazing. <laughs> they are.
0: They're extremely nice. Yeah. Kind. And kind, and kind. Very much. <laughs> and they gave back so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you find that uh, to be the case with a lot of, like, local businesses in Williamston?
1: Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of support from the local businesses in town. Um, you know, I've built relationships with a lot of them. Um, I work very close to a few of them. Um, very close, you know. So that, that, that helps, having that there. I mean, there's a lot of times when you're running – a foundation or a business you question yourself you question the decisions you're going to make you know the decision I'm making today what is it going to affect down the line Mm. you know how is it going to affect things is it going to be a good change is it not you know yeah and I'm one of those that just kind of thinks the five paths or more that it's going to take before I make that decision Mm. so
0: yeah that's a that's that's hard that's so hard as a business owner and somebody who's in charge of um, an organization right because you're kind of responsible for a lot of things oh yeah and you're responsible like if something does not go right then people are going to blame you exactly it's like (laughs) it's
1: me you know it's all on me you know at the end of the day it's it's me it's my heart it's my piece that i'm putting out there right you know right that really is um You know, I do everything I do for the kids in the community. And that's really where my heart is.
0: That's, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. And I think a lot of people need to strive to help their communities in in that sort of way. And if you can't like do something like what you're doing, like starting an organization, you should try to get involved with one.
1: Well, and even if you can't do that, I mean, something so simple as like, we have a Facebook event, sharing that Facebook event. Yeah. You know, encouraging people that you know to check that out. That takes 30 seconds, but the impact of that is so huge because then maybe the people that you share it with share it out there. And it's just that snowball effect Mm -hmm. that then gives the returns back to that foundation or that business. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's huge you know, it kind of goes back to the volunteering. It's not necessarily the hours and days. And I mean, I give up a lot of my life or as my (laughs) husband would say too much of my life, you know, but it doesn't have to be like that. It can be five minutes. It can be 30 seconds to share something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, now you work at Fox 47. Does, your connections there and your experience working there, does that help play into your role with the organization?
1: I mean, not really. So, I mean, my role there is behind the scenes. Um,
0: you, you act like that's not a big deal.
1: It really, I don't, I don't <laughs> feel like it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I mean, if, if nobody was in my role, yes, it would be a game stopper. I get that. I just don't feel like it's that big of a role. <laughs> I'm not out there. I'm not, you know, breaking the news. I'm not, you know, that piece. You know, I just, I make sure the commercials play. But the Fox family that we have here in Lansing, everybody that works at the station, it is, I came from the corporate world before I hit Fox. And I'm sitting at my desk the first week I'm there. And I. It was a rough corporate world experience for me. Where'd you work? I'm not gonna say. Can't say. Sorry. What what
0: field was it in? Um media?
1: No. 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 No, it wasn't in media. It was a manufacturing company. Oh, okay. Um like worldwide. Od- auto? No. Oh. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm sitting in my desk and you know, I'm learning my job. I picked it up pretty quick, which is amazing. Um and the general manager, Gary Baxter. He sneaks his head in the office and he goes, looks at me and he goes, we have fun in this office. And I literally looked up and I go, I don't know what that looks like. And he goes, you will. And to this day, I mean, I'm next month we'll hit four years and I know what fun looks like, you know, and what does um, it look like every day? I mean, we, we pick on each other. We're family, you know, but like, we'll have like beanie baby tosses and (laughs) You know, we'll, you know, joke about, you know, how the lions are doing, which is amazing right now, you know, everybody's drinking the blue Kool-Aid at work, (laughs) you know.